Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today is April 7th, 2020, and we continue on uh, just a couple more weeks uh, before the uh, end of the month is here, and we are told we will not have to uh, self-quarantine any longer. I'm hoping that's true. Um, But we are deep into a uh, historic period in global history, and that is this uh, pandemic that has the entire... uh, world literally locked down uh, staying in their own homes and social distancing as we call it and i social distance every day in this studio because i'm the only one in here and i have all this foam on the walls and i can bounce around i can be crazy if i want to it's like a loony bin so today uh, we have the blueprint power hour which will start shortly i just want to mention a couple things and that is uh, we have a title sponsor who without their support of this show this show would go away. And uh, choosing your title sponsor is uh, an arduous task for me because I don't want to be aligned with a company that uh, does things, makes products, or has beliefs that do not align with our beliefs on this show. And I'm very fortunate to have Legendary Foods uh, uh, as our title sponsor because uh, they have led the world in changing the way we look at nutrition, Uh, most notably snacking. And uh, they make snacks that won't make you fat. They make snacks that won't make you fat. And that's because uh, they use things like sugar alcohols instead of sugar and, uh, and also other types of sweeteners that are less, uh, let's say, less, less uh, deleterious to the metabolic function of the system. And right now they have a product called a Tasty Pastry, which is basically a Pop-Tart that tastes better than a Pop-Tart. But it's got nine grams of protein and uh, less than one gram of sugar. And if you're one of those people who's like, I want a snack, but I don't want to throw caution to the wind. You know, I've been eating right all day. I want a snack with something that fits my macros, that fits my lifestyle. Uh, EatLegendary.com is the place for you. They also have, and I don't speak about them enough, but they have seasoned almonds, uh, pizza flavored, uh, ranch flavored, that are amazing, you know, and they come in these nice long bags or the, 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 the larger bags for the whole house. And I take one of those, tear it open, eat a handful of them, makes me feel satisfied, and they're good for you. Uh, and they, again, are the title sponsor of the show. And if you like this show, show them lots of love because we bring you content, but they make it possible, just like the rest of our sponsors, but they do it in a much bigger way. So check out EatLegendary.com and tell them Carl sent you. Uh, Now, without any further delay, let me roll Rob's music. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. How you doing, Rob? I am doing well. Uh, Boy, I got to try one of those Pop-Tart ones. We have come a long way. Right towards making snack food healthy. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> we really have. And really, when you really think about it, uh, Ron Penna and Shannon Yorton Penna, her dad was Chet Yorton from B- 
bodybuilding fame of yesteryear, the golden age of bodybuilding, um, they have really had some of the greatest impact on that because when, remember, they were behind the Quest Bar. Shannon made the Quest Bar in her kitchen before it was the Quest Bar. And that bar changed the way all the other companies made bars. Yeah. You know, they started paying attention to soluble fiber, They started, which, which didn't mean anything to people back in the day. Uh, they started looking for things that the, the mass of the bar was made out of that were actually good, you know, which were, in their case was almond. They used almond, you know, to make the bulk of the bar, wow. high-quality whey proteins. So what they did with Quest and the reason that that company sold eight years after beginning for $1 billion to the Atkins company is because they were so innovative, and they're doing it all over again at Legendary, at Legendary Foods. It's just, it's so fun to watch, because most people, most uh, entrepreneurs who call themselves serial entrepreneurs, they have one huge success, and then they go from there to lesser successes. But I really believe in my heart, uh, because of what I know, that uh, Legendary Foods will be much bigger than Quest someday. Much bigger. That's quite a statement, but hey. You know, if they're putting out products like you're saying, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's good, you know what? It's good to see companies and people like that doing well. Look at this. So, you know, uh, Jeremy Jean was on my show uh, quite a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, and this looks like it's uh, he. Uh, this looks like Nancy has posted it because it says, wanted to let you guys know that Jeremy lost 138 pounds so far. I am so proud of him. We're proud of him, too. Wow. That's fantastic. I know. And see, and, and, and look, he is stuck with it. I watch him, his activity on, you know, I lurk on Instagram. I don't always comment. Um, right. But I've watched him. You know, he has been devoted. Even when he hit roadblocks, he stayed devoted. Um, so it, it, it just goes to show this is a journey. It's not like, a, like the commercials say, oh, lose, lose 30 pounds in 16 days or your money back. You know, it's like he lives the life. They live the life. And he is now seeing the benefits. The real benefits are on inside of him. Yeah, and it sounds like, you know, for, for all the hits that it takes, social media in this case is a great thing, right? Because it's holding him, he's holding himself accountable. Right. But, yeah. he, get, but he has good information. Yeah. He's starting you, out with good have, information. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. No, because you really you're, chasing, you're chasing something that's not going to work for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Jeremy Jean, and I'm sure Nancy Jean is enjoying his new body. <laughs> she's Italian, so I know she's hot-blooded, so that, that's all I have to say about that. All right, so anyway, how are you doing? How's your training going? I'm doing well. Um, I had my first workout the other day with uh, uh, rack pulls with a trap bar as opposed to a barbell, and I have to tell you, <laughs> I severely underestimated it. I figured because I could – you know, budge 900 with a barbell off those pins. I could do something similar with the trap bar. But did no you start way. Did you start with the trap bar raised up on some blocks or something? Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay. So I have safety stands um, that are adjustable. And I got 1,000 pounds of weight down there. But, man, I got to tell you, um, that it was much, much more difficult. And for my money, the reason for that is you can get your lower back, you know, more into a barbell lift, like a deadlift or a rack pull, than you can with the trap bar. Although it's ironic, if you look at the studies, they say people can trap bar deadlift 7% more on average than with a barbell. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. 
I never heard that before. Yeah, either that or it, I'm an anomaly. I don't know, but I, you know, I've been trap bar deadlifting for years. I don't think, uh, you know, it, it's not that much different. So we'll talk about that. I, I like was- the trap bar deadlift just because it, it puts it places the weight differently on me now these days. You know, with the two torn hamstrings, I don't know that I want to start right. conventional deadlifting again right now. Right. Now, now it's about finishing the race, not not so much. I've over I've already proven that I can be strong. Now it's more right. about metabolic function for me as I get older, and I I'll be sixty two in just a couple months. Yeah, and so safety enters into the equation, right? Yeah, who wants to tear, who wants to tear a hamstring for what? Yeah, I've already done it. I don't want to do that again. I you know my training has changed to more metabolic conditioning um, because I don't have a leg press. I don't have a, a leverage squat. I don't have all those things that I love to play with at the gym. Right. Uh, so. My go-to thing is uh, my, wa- my, my warm-ups are farmer's walks. And you brought up a good point. We were talking off the air that I actually thought of. So um, I took off yesterday, and I'm taking off today, the day before I trained. And I had an amazing training session. Uh, my grip is getting stronger. I'm getting stronger. I have some secrets that I'll share with the audience in the next few weeks as I watch them unfold. But let's just say... Uh, from a 30,000 foot view, I am getting friggin' healthier again. I've addressed <laughs> some of my problems that were scary, really scary. Like by the time I'm 70, I'll be in a wheelchair scary. So I'm, ta- I'm talking serious stuff here. And so uh, I took the kettlebells, the 65 pound uh, power block uh, kettlebells. I've added plates to it. You know, I bought the expansion kits for it. And uh, I grabbed them and I walked uh, um, two thirds of a mile and dropped about i didn't count but i dropped about at least 20 times and and did uh, 10 to 12 push-ups then i walk in a circle for literally maybe 45 seconds and i grab them and i walk on and i felt fantastic and i've been doing that as my warm-up and then i go in the backyard and i take the kettlebells and i've got my uh, uh x3 bar with the light band the gray one i do upright rows with that and then I do bent over uh, rows with the two 65-pound uh, kettlebells. I do um, sissy curls, I call them, where I let my elbows go behind me instead of trying to right. keep them out here with the 65s. Yeah. I can do them with the yeah. 65s as long as I do. I call them sissy curls, right? Wow. And I did, I did an amazing workout. I trained for about 45 minutes nonstop. Uh, and then Elisa and I decided that we were going to do some yard work. And for the next two days, I pressure washed the deck. <laughs> Needless to say, my yeah. lower back was really effed. It really yes. was, right? Yep. Guess, guess what came to my rescue? Uh, the sofa? <laughs> I don't know. Yes and no. The Mito red light. I have oh, one of I've those small of- Mito red lights. Yeah, I've heard of them. I sat and I put it right up against my back. Right up against. Right up against. And it does burn a little bit. you got to move it for a second and move it back. Right up against my back. I kid you not, five minutes later, no pain. I got up and I said to Lisa, I can't believe this. I mean, this is, this is not placebo. So then on Sunday, when I uh, finished pressure washing the deck, every so often I'd go inside and I'd put the red light against my back and it would make the pain go away and I'd go back out there and I'd finish. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. Um, I always thought the Mito red light thing was you know ah uh, you know red light it's cool it's the new thing if for pain it works it works fast i've heard nothing but good things about that so i don't doubt it at all 
And all. and Mido Red Light, they were a sponsor. They're going to come back at some point in time. They Good. have the best, strongest, and most intelligently priced red light units of anybody out there. Yeah. They they really have they have built the best product at the best price. Uh, MidoRedLight.com. I think if you use the coupon code, I don't know if it's still good, SHR, you'll get like 20% off or something like that. But just let them know wow. that, that I was talking about them because this is legit. This is real. I'm using it every night now. Good to hear. Yeah. Great to hear. So anyway, uh, let's get on with our first question. Let me bring up my agenda here. And here we go. So the first question comes from Matthew Lawrence. He says, uh, what's your take on some of these immune system supplements that are popping up online? Is there any merit to them? Will any of them help in not getting or spreading COVID-19? Yeah, you know, it, it obviously depends on the formula, right, and the product in question. But yes, you know, for better or for worse, I've seen them pretty much more for worse. But, you know, they range from the mundane, typical immune system boosters um, to the absurd. I've seen some really screwy things, uh, but some general commentary can be made about these things. So first, I think like like most supplements themselves, you need to keep put them in perspective. For people that overly focus on, on them, it's majoring in the minors. Using product X... For, for to boost your immune system is going to do little to nothing for you if your sleep isn't in order. And for most people, it isn't. And I know you've heard me hammer on this before, but I'm going to keep hammering on it because the point is not trivial, not trivial at all. So, so during and only during sleep, your body makes cytokines which is the type of protein that targets infection and inflammation. Effectively, that's your immune response. Cytokines are both produced and released during sleep. So it's a double whammy if you go a night, even one night, without some shut-eye. No sleep, no cytokine response. No cytokines equals compromised immunity. How important is that? Check this little detail out. Chronic sleep loss, more than a couple days, but there, you know, a lot of people are there. That even makes the flu vaccine very, very ineffective yeah. it, it, because it reduces the body's right ability to, to adapt, adapt to the vaccine, to produce the response that you want from the vaccine. Right. So even, even when this COVID-19 vaccine gets here, it's going to need sleep to work, or at least work optimally. Towards that end, I think we can all revisit something uh, that we discussed last week, which was ritual. So last week I was talking about, you know, I got this great home gym. I walked downstairs the other day, and it kind of hit me. You know, I was not psychologically prepared to lift big weights yet because I didn't go through my normal pre-gym ritual mm -hmm. When I was going to the gym, it was just change my pants into my shorts, walk downstairs, and here we are. You know, no. If you're going to be lifting heavy weights, heavy for you, then you need to change psychologically from flipping through the channels or reading the book and getting ready to do something like that. It is much the same with sleep. Sleep's no different. 
for most people, here's here's where things go wrong. For most people, bedtime really has no time. That's mistake number one. Bedtime needs to be consistent. I don't care where where it is, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know, let's say 9 p.m. Go to bed every night at the same time. Your body will start to get the message. The next mistake is having things like Wi-Fi, cell phones, TV, and other e-devices on, right, at, at least an hour prior to sleep. Shut all that stuff down because sh- there are studies showing that e-anything disrupts your brain waves that are necessary for you to fall and to stay asleep. You know, as far as, look, there are a lot of people that just sit up and tell me they watch TV. Think, try to think about it like this. This is exactly how I think. There is nothing on TV tonight that is going to be worth me watching and missing my lifts tomorrow because of it or having compromised immunity, et cetera, et cetera. You can tape anything these days. Just tape the damn thing and go to bed, okay? Next thing you want to do is people need to practice some form of concentration and relaxation activity. It's part of that ritual that that we're building. Um, I can tell you from experience, there are a couple things that work really well, but one in particular for me anyway, and that is staring intently at a lit candle in the midst of a dark room. That is a fantastic starting point. I don't know what it is about that little bit of fire and darkness. There's something to me that's very primal about it and something that seems to quiet my mind. Um, you know, it's it's intense, or it can be intense, and you get a double benefit from it. Not only are you progressively relaxing, but you are improving your ability to focus. And in today's world of cell phones, pagers, TV, you know, videos, all this e-crap, they know our ability to focus has been sabotaged. You can, you can barely find a person today who can focus on one thing for 10 seconds because the whole world's multitasking. When it comes time for bed, it's time to focus on one and only one thing or one thought. Um, look, I don't know who's religious and who isn't. Uh, personally, I say prayers before bed. You know, you you can pray for forgiveness. You can pray for your kids. You can, you can pray, pray for a good night's sleep. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> or, or or pray to be thankful for for all the good things that you have in your life. But it's been my experience that if you do that, then those people sleep better. I don't know why. Maybe it's just letting go of a lot of anger or whatnot. Um, but that seems to help. Now. When it does come to supplements to boost immune function, my thoughts are uh, the first thing that you should use if you have trouble falling asleep is something that helps you. And I think in respect to all of the different ones that are out there, I like GABA, gamma aminobutyric acid. You know, it's, uh, it's an inhibitory amino acid. 
If you take it on an empty stomach, it will absolutely make it easier to fall and stay asleep. And you will dream, you will dream more than you've ever dreamed before and probably remember them. Beyond that, things like melatonin, zinc, magnesium, aspirate, those certainly help as well and they're reasonably priced. Um, in time, your new sleep ritual, and, and maybe, you know, GABA is part of that, that will help reap the benefits of sleep, which no amount of supplementation can touch. If you're really looking for two things to boost the immune system, vitamin C and D have a lot of data around it, right? And to me, buying those individually are much preferred to these combo products. I cost a lot more, you know, prop blends of this and that. If you're, if you're going to spend money on any one of them, though, I tell you, um, get, get some high-dose C, multigram amounts every day, and try to get your D from the sun. We're moving into the warmer months, um, and that's how your body was meant to get it. So I, 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 did, I did all that pressure washing two days with shorts yep. on and, a, and no shirt. And I'm tan right now. Elise even said, she goes, my God, you got tan already because I tan so easily. But I thought, you yeah. know what? I'm already taking D3, but let me get out there in the sun because there's so much more that happens than just D3 when you're exposed to the sun. Huge. I mean, you've touched on it before, but look, it's, it's um, you know, common knowledge. The flu doesn't show up nearly as bad or as, as frequently in the summer than it does in the winter. Yeah, it's, not and because the reason, it's not because of temperature. <laughs> it's not because of the temperature. It's vitamin D. So, you know, word to the wise, those two are good and, you know, should help you. So I want to get this up here real quick. Uh, Stephen Rushing made a comment, and I, I have an opinion on this. He said, uh, I wish there were more research on the, the bell curve. He's talking about red light. It, uh, it, it, I tend to be a more is better guy, as, as am I. So I want to use it all the time, but apparently the effects diminish uh, at over 20 minutes per day. Any ideas on this? Yes. First of all, bullshit. They don't, they don't. So when, when they do these studies for these types of things, there's a mission, right? They, they want, because when, when, these, when this red light therapy research was first done, they didn't envision everybody owning their own red light. They envisioned doctor's offices having red light therapy units. And all you need to do is come in for 20 minutes a day or twice a week at $120 a visit. And you're done because that's all you need is 20 minutes. That's like saying, you only need 20 minutes in the sun to get all the benefits of the, of the sun. That's bullshit too, right? Yeah. Other things. So when they look at in these studies, Stephen, they may be looking just at ni nitric oxide production. Maybe they're saying, look, let's, nitric oxide production is wound healing. It has all these benefits. Well, maybe nitric oxide production at 20 minutes reaches a peak. And then it drops, but it doesn't disappear completely. It just drops down here for the rest of the day that you're in the sun or in, uh, under these lights. So definitely more is better. I'm living proof of that because I, every time I put that light on my back, the pain went away. And if, and if that was what, what they say is, oh, 20 minutes is all you need, then it would have stopped working, right? It would, wouldn't have, my back wouldn't have responded to whatever uh, was happening um, you know, uh, physiologically to my back, whether it was nitric oxide or some other uh, agent that was being produced by the exposure to near infrared and red light. So I say yeah. nonsense. Use it more. You'll you'll get more benefits from it. I guarantee it. And again, that's so that they get. Well, you just need twenty minutes. 
Oh, great. So doctors can b- book, you know, 12 appointments an hour, you know, not really, three appointments an hour, and, uh, and make $120 an appointment. Wow, we can make money with that. But now yeah. that we have them at home, stay with it. Stay under it. And uh, one other thing I want to answer here. Jeff Clifton says uh, N-acetylcysteine is a precursor to glutathione. It helps with lung function. Surprised they were not uh, hearing about this. In fact, they give, um, they give uh, N-acetylcysteine to COPD patients to help cut through the, the mucus buildup in their lungs. Um, very good supplement. I take uh, uh, 6, 12, 1,800 milligrams a day with my you know, daily vitamin regimentation because I want that effect. Yeah. yeah. He brings up a really good point, and especially you know COVID attacking the lungs. So, but did you? I, but you have to you have to listen to yesterday's show. Everybody's uh, everybody's uh, fighting over hydroxychloroquine. Everybody's there's a, it's a lightning rod. Yes, don't take it. Do take it. Don't take it. The, the governors are outlawing it. The thing that works by itself without without hydroxychloroquine is a zithromycin. Wow. And it works in like a day or two. So if somebody in this audience is listening to this right now and you have COVID-19 or you think you have it or you think you're going to get it or you're worried about getting it, you just need a Z-Pack. You take those six uh, zithromycin tablets as prescribed by your doctor. You'll get better. You won't see the fibrotic buildup. The fibrosis in the lungs is what ruins you for the rest of your life, even if you survive this. Uh, yeah. Dr. Lasanti said yesterday, these people's lungs don't even look like lungs anymore. They're rigid. They're, they're like petrified. Zithromax, yeah. azithromycin completely eliminates that. So that's what you guys need. That's what you guys need. Just remember that. Don't worry about the hydroxychloroquine everybody's fighting over. Just think yeah. about the azithromycin. That's it. Okay. Crazy. Uh, Good let's advice. Get, get to the next question here. So the next question comes from Mike Deemers. <laughs> He says, uh, I have a problem that I need to solve. I can no longer bench press. Join the club, brother. (laughs) I have elbow issues, and while dumbbells are a little better, there's no way I can afford a set of power blocks. I'm using 130 dBs at the gym before it closed, and dips hurt. What can he do not to lose muscle and strength in this movement? Yeah, so like you said, join the club. (laughs) There's There's a pattern here. And, and I want to bring it to everyone's attention because the older you get, right, the more you accumulate injuries. As you accumulate injuries, the number of movements you're able to perform starts to dwindle unless you can find new movements that replace the old ones. There exists some risk of uh, loss of muscle and strength. And this is where you really need to, to get creative And so we'll start with what you have. And namely, I'm talking about the trap bar. You may be scratching your head right now, um, but you'll get it after I describe it. If you have a power rack or or even better, a pair of safety stands, there's a good chance that you can perform floor press with a trap bar. And the benefits to your elbows should be significant. And the reason I say that is, so I'm bone on bone, severe arthritis in this right elbow. And, and it doesn't get much worse than that, right? But by virtue of the fact that you can take a neutral grip, meaning your palms are facing each other with that trap bar, the wrist 
elbow and shoulder are all in perfect alignment, which is the safest and the strongest position for the body to be in when pressing. The key is making sure, like everything else, that you're safe in the event that you miss a floor press. And so let me just give you my my experience here because I learned the hard way what to do and what not to do. Provided you're using 45-pound plates, most people will be okay in the event of a miss, meaning you can't push it back up and rack it. And that, given the fact that the weight, even if it drifts back towards your neck, the bar will generally stop before reaching it. This goes for a barbell or a trap bar. To make absolutely sure that's the case, though, you need to practice missing with just 145 on either end of the bar and ideally with somebody to spot you. Because I'm I'm sure there might be some body types out there where this isn't true, but for 9 out of 10 people that I've seen, it is. Uh, You know, sidebar. (laughs) Make sure you are one of those 9 out of 10 people by practicing it. Okay? So, Presto, there is your heavy movement for the upper body. And it's a hell of a movement. The floor press is a fantastic exercise. It, generally speaking, eliminates the sticking point halfway up in a bench press. And, of course, you're able to lock out um, generally a larger amount of weight. You can make it as hard or as easy as you want you know, by doing other things. But, but that's your heavy movement for upper body. Now, without dumbbells, without power blocks... I would encourage you to look into advanced variations of push-ups. And I say advanced because, you know, most people who bench press really heavy weight, they can do lots of push-ups. They don't think that, you know, they think that because it's they're just doing high number of reps, it won't build muscle. That isn't necessarily true. You know, if you're really that strong and you can do 50 or 100 of them, congratulations. Do them with one arm. No, get mm-hmm. a weight get, get a weight fest. Add forty or pounds. Or add 40, 50, 60 pounds to your body. Or elevate your feet. Yeah. You know what? What you will find is that, like I said, you can make it as easy or as hard as, as necessary. If you're used to doing regular push-ups and you can like do it, like I said, fifty or a hundred, put your feet up on the wall. <laughs> you know, you're going to very quickly find a point where it's now a low rep exercise. And if you get strong enough and practice them, you will be able to pull off handstand pushups. You know, not many people can perform those, especially people weighing more than 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, and it deliver, frankly, it delivers a truckload of more of satisfaction than pressing, you know, a barbell over your head, at, at least in my experience. Um, you are, you learn how to kick up into a handstand. And, and again, this is against the wall. We're, we want to work on strength before balance, right? Um, and then progressively, uh, you know, work into a larger range of motion for the movement until such time as you can do reps. And then you build the reps up. If you still want to get stronger from there, put your trap bar on the ground in front of the wall 
grab the elevated handles and perform handstand push-ups with those. Now you're going to add this much to the range of motion at the bottom of the movement. It's going to get a lot harder, trust mm-hmm. me. So those are some of the things that you can do if, and that's if all you have is a trap bar. Most people have something more than that, um, but in this case, that's how I would maximize the amount of equipment that you do have. You, you, and listen. When the gyms reopen, my goal is to come back bigger and stronger than when I left, not smaller and weaker. There's a guy. Uh who I like very much, and I follow him on, on Instagram, D.D. Spears, who has been listening to the show since it started. And this is the first time he is catching the live show. And so wow. I just wanted to say hello to him. Thanks for being here, brother. Yeah, um, same here. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we have more questions and answers. And, of course, those of you listening live, uh, you can listen. Li- By the way, I don't know if people realize this, but the stream is fixed. The stream that everybody used to listen live at superhumanradio.net now works. If you go to superhumanradio.net and look for the Listen Live button, if you're on a computer in a browser, it'll be at the top right-hand side of the page. If you're on a smartphone, you've got to scroll to the bottom of the page, past the blog posts, and you'll see the same button. If you click wow. it, you can listen to this show live while you're running around town. So you don't have to be stuck in front of a computer or your iPhone looking at it. You can listen to the show live as well. So keep that in mind uh, for future listening. Right now that stream is working, and we also play some really good music. Rob, I have the best music in the world, don't I? Yeah, I was sitting here getting real motivated listening to <laughs> I it. Know, I know. I was petting Molly, and uh, she liked it too. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. We have the best mashups that you've ever heard here at the Supreme Radio Network, so check those out. All right, we're going to take one quick commercial break. Uh, We'll be right back. Uh, Stay tuned. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone 
eye drops for over six months developed a cataract. Can See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Can See Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of. Having started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax, that was at eight years old, and so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I found that actually, in the middle of a panic attack, I can take, and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D rseeds.com use coupon code shr and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill check it out i promise this is one supplement that delivers this is the superhuman channel evolution just got kicked up a notch welcome back coachrobregish.com is the place to go if you want to be stronger this is also a good time to start reading. You know, if you're stuck in the house, yeah. you want to read. And the best thing to read is uh, information about building greater strength and vitality. And the best place to yeah. do that is at CoachRobRegish.com because I don't think anybody has the repository of information that's uh, at that website. Uh, you don't have to go far. You just have to go there. So, John Kafopoulos, uh, am I saying that right? Kafopoulos. I'm trying, John. Don't be mad at me. I have a friend who's used steroids for over a decade, and I'm going to get. The, well, let me get the actual question out because it's uh, it's a little longer than what actually shows up here on the uh, on the. So here we go. So he says, "I have a friend who's used steroids for over a decade. He never comes off, subscribing instead to the blast and cruise method, which is pretty much what I do because I'm on HRT. I'm not going to get off completely." Um, when I ask him. What supplements he takes, he said only one, protein. And that's not a supplement. That's a food, just for the record. I mean, I know protein powder is a supplement, but it's still part of food. Why is that? And is everything else really just a waste of money if you're on the juice? Yeah, you know, this is, it's a very prevalent view by a lot of guys that use steroids. And in my view, um, it's dangerous and it's it's short-sighted. Uh, because they're dismissing all supplements out of hand, right? So, you know, in the past, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, if anything, people that use drugs should be taking more 
natural products or supplements than their non-geared brethren. The psychology usually goes something like this. Hey, these, these steroids work incredibly well, way better than any supplement I've ever used. Add, add to that the fact that the drugs are expensive, um, the food is expensive, you know, it's not an inexpensive sport, and they develop a mentality that nothing works like steroids except steroids. Therefore, supplements are a waste. If there is any discretionary income left over, it's put, and you, as you saw it in this case, it's usually put towards um, supplemental protein. Like many viewpoints, there are elements of truth to, to some of those statements, but they're, they're partial truths. Um, and in fact, I think they're giving up protection on the cheap, especially if they're using large amounts of 17-alpha alkylated drugs or they're staying on for years on end um, and never, ever coming off. And I'm not just talking about simple testosterone administration. You know, it's almost always two or more. So for starters, um, a variety of over-the-counter liver guards, I'll call them, are effective. I've seen them work on, on blood work. TUDCA, T-U-D-C-A, is probably um, one of the best. Uh, different people have different opinions. Some people use milk thistle. Uh, we discussed anacetylcysteine uh, just a few minutes ago, alpha-lipoic acid, and a product called Live52 are all things that I've seen guys say, hey, I've been using X, Y, and Z, and taking one of these liver guards, look at my you know, labs. Uh, you know, I'm not in bad shape at all. <laughs> That's not to say that all oral steroids are going to pickle your liver. Uh, they're not. You know, there are varying degrees, and, and guys want to stay safe. So here is an over-the-counter solution to that problem. Uh, there are a couple other things that people can use. Uh, taking 1 to 200 micrograms a day of vitamin K2 can help prevent calcification of the arteries. Um, we know ecdysterone does a fantastic job at lowering both your fasting blood sugars and total cholesterol in the cases, in those cases where it's high. More importantly, ecti acts as a very strong antioxidant, which is the real issue in cholesterol problems that you want to address. Because it, it's not high cholesterol that's the problem. The Framingham Heart Study, you know, done years ago, was very clear about that. It's not high cholesterol. It's oxidized cholesterol. So antioxidants are something very helpful to be using. Um, others, such as vitamin C, E, uh, beta-carotene, A, zinc, alpha-lipoic acid, you know, those, to my mind, would also be advisable. So, you know, as an example, you can go poking around PubMed, and you're going to see like in the case of vitamin C, the first study I saw was uh, guys that were taking anywhere between a gram to 1.5 grams of C a day. That was shown to protect guys using steroids against prostate cancer. They had a much lower incidence of prostate cancer. It was, it was undeniable. And it's just, right, just vitamin C. 
Uh, it's even been established, and I think you brought brought this up, Carl, uh, copper's effect. I was just going to say that. And, and, you know, bodybuilders tend to not eat a lot of vegetables, right? If they do, right. it's the minimal, you know, it's, it's broccoli, it's green beans, you know, it's, it's, and it's right. not a lot. And so we get a lot of zinc from animal protein. We get a lot of copper from vegetables. And so what ends up happening is they become imbalanced in high zinc, low copper. And once you have that copper imbalance, it opens the heart up, uh, the heart muscle up to changing. And those changes lead to two things. The first thing is cardiomyopathy. And then that's followed by the buildup of fibrotic tissue in the heart. And so <coughs> taking a chelated uh, or chelated, however you like to say it, you take a chelated uh, one milligram or two milligrams of copper a day, and it can actually keep you from developing the enlarged heart that's been associated with both heavy weightlifting and heavy steroid use. It's a very simple yeah. thing to do. Very simple and, thing and to do. And in the study that I was looking at, guys that already had arteriosclerosis, it um, it somehow reduced it, you know, just copper, that simple. Copper? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, you can keep going down the line. High homocysteine levels. You you know, by taking creatine, B vitamins, or and or trimethylglycine. Or try TMD. stop or try stop using any caffeine or coffee. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow I'm gonna blow the lid off of coffee in about a month. Okay. <laughs> if you so, have high homocysteine levels and you can't figure out why and you take B twelve and B six and they won't go down, yeah. stop drinking coffee and stop using caffeine and give it about a month and watch where your homocysteine levels go. Yeah. And, and so that, that's great information. But, you know, w what I just knocked off were half a dozen examples of, I'll call them conditions that can occur when somebody's using drugs. Um, and they're over-the-counter solutions, and they're documented to work very, very well. So, you know, having said that, it's, it, it sounds like your friend has made his mind up. You know, he's not going to come off anytime soon. He's not open to, to some of these things. But try to have the discussion with him about taking the long-term view, right, of his health. And if, he, if he's not going to discontinue the drugs at any point or change what he's using, um, it's a sign that the drug is controlling him. He's not controlling the drug. This goes for all drugs. Caffeine, for example, Right. People try and try and try. They can't quit caffeine. Um, for those people that can, it demonstrates that they're controlling the drug. The drug's not controlling them. And sometimes when guys are hit with that, you know, it's, it makes them stop and think. And, and that's what you need to do here. Get your friend to stop and think. Um, and more importantly, along those lines, let's say stopping the gear for some amount of time. Here's the problem. If you trained geared up long enough, you will forget, or even worse, you'll never learn how to train and gain naturally. You know, that's a, that's an, that's a quote-unquote side effect of drugs that I have noticed in the last 10 to 15 years is a lot more prevalent than it used to be because I see kids, man, when I was training at the gym, I would see kids coming in on a weekly basis that literally it was their first year of training and they're on stuff. 
And then, now, yeah, now no. it's SARMs. I have a a a, a, a friend whose yeah. son is 17 years old, and he contacted me through Elisa and wanted to know about LG, you know, whatever, 6044. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, dude, man, you're 17 years old. Your testosterone levels are raging. You don't need anything. Nothing. I mean, it's just crazy. By the way, Steve Holloway, thank you for the compliment to both of us. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. The kids get on younger and younger now. It's just stupid. But and, you know what? They, 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 they look. They emulate adults. They want to smoke cigarettes. You know, they want to quit school and go to work. You know, they want to do uh, steroids and help, you know, make gains faster, they think. Yeah. And uh, you can't, you're never going to change that. That's just the way they are. It's uh, too bad. It really is. Yeah. But yeah. It, is, it is what it is. Jim Weber says, um, I'm going to read his question from the question sheet because it's also kind of long. I think it got truncated on the screen here. I'm hoping you can help because so far nobody, including my doctor, can figure it out. I'm having heart palpitations. They aren't what I call severe, but I can certainly feel something is off. Instead of skipping beats, it just feels like it's fluttering. I can't really describe it. My doctor told me to get off all my supplements, but I'm reluctant to do that. I take no uppers or downers, not even a pre-workout. What else could it be? Fish oil? I mean, there's quite a few things here. Yeah. So, and it might, so not, it might not even scream. be your supplements, just for the record. Go ahead, Rob. Right. All right. So we need to scream this part. You know, we're not doctors. We're not, I'm not qualified to give you medical advice. Um, you did the, I think you did the right thing by seeing a doctor, and, and you should probably continue to do so and work with him or her until you know definitively what might be causing this and it's no longer happening. So, so first things first, a couple thoughts. It could simply be a sign of the times. People have severe anxiety over COVID-19, um, and that anxiety is real. And oftentimes it can cause, you know, your heart to flutter, heart palpitations, whatever you want to call it, especially in people that are prone to anxiety. Um, it's palpable. And, and that's before any financial worries that might result as, you know, they either they or their spouse experience a job loss. So don't necessarily discount that. In rare instances, your irregular heartbeat could be a sign of anxiety. But personally, I don't think that's the case here especially if none of those stressors are, are present. Second, I would ask, what prescription drugs are you on? Because of all the offending substances, prescription drugs have a much higher side effect profile than natural substances. Not all the time, but most of the time. That's just a fact. And it's also a fact that doctors and medical professionals are a lot more likely to blame supplements versus drugs. Hmm. And again, you know, it may be that it's the supplements, but, you know, in my experience, they're quick to point the finger. Having said that, his advice to temporarily get off all supplements is probably wise. Now, notice I didn't say forever, right? Just temporarily. The good news is that things like creatine and beta alanine, the the benefits are going to stick around for a long time, even after you discontinue them. We know from studies it takes about eight weeks 
for phosphocreatine levels to go down back to, to quote unquote normal or baseline in the muscle, it takes even longer. I want to say like 2% a month for carnosine levels to go back down. So if you've been taking beta alanine for a long time and you're worried about and creatine and you're worried about discontinuum, you know, and losing your gains, don't. They're going to stick around for a while. So the next logical step would be to see if stopping everything results in your heartbeat going back to normal. Now, if it does, then your challenge, right, is then to reintroduce one supplement at a time, probably for, you know, one or two weeks for each one, until such time as you rule out the offending substance. Um, I can tell you, though, from experience, the two biggest offenders here are usually beta alanine and vitamin D. Vitamin and D the, causes palpitations? Yeah, yep. I've never the, seen that one. Well, the problem comes, right, in the more is better mentality. And listen, you know, offender number one right here used to live by the motto, triple the dose and hope for the most, right? And that's be- but that was before the supplements did anything. Now we have supplements <laughs> that do. High doses of beta alanine, and I'll, I'll qualify that as six grams a day or more, um, will displace L-taurine, which is an amino acid, which plays a role in regulating electrical impulses and therefore heart rhythm. You lower your beta alanine dose, you'll see those heart flutters go away. Likewise, high, high dose vitamin D has been shown to result in some heart rhythm disturbances. And they think how it works is as follows. All right, vitamin D levels affect the the amount of calcium that your body absorbs. Mm -hmm. Calcium, right, generates those electrical impulses and muscle contractions, and they help that help regulate your heartbeat. Doctors tend to tend to consider levels to be adequate if I think they want to see what 30, 20, above 30, 30, 32, above 32. Okay. And, and so if levels rise above 50, a person may experience side effects. However, most of the research that I saw indicated that the toxicity threshold for vitamin D is pretty darn high. Yeah, it's over a hundred, over one hundred and fifty nanograms. Uh, yeah. I believe is where people start to show symptoms, calcification of tissue, and stuff like that. Right, and so usually, usually that happens in people that are taking anywhere between ten thousand and forty thousand IU a day. Um, and and keep in mind, you can't get toxic levels of vitamin D from staying in the sun because there's a built-in yeah. feedback mechanism that destroys the vitamin D before it's released from the skin once you, your, your body has enough 25-hydroxy. So right. you can only get high levels by consuming a supplement, interestingly. And, of course, there are those of us who... <laughs> Get plenty of sunshine on top of su- mm-hmm. supplementing with vitamin D. So if you've got a little heart flutter or an irregularity, um, I would encourage you to look at those two things. If you're taking either one of them, I would get those out of the mix first and see if that helps. And 
you know, obviously with the vitamin D thing, you don't want to have low vitamin D levels because that too can cause heart rhythm disturbances. Um, you can scale back to 600 IU a day or a thousand um, and get your levels tested over time such that you can optimize them and know how much to take. Not too much, not too little. It's a delicate balancing act, right? Um, but that's what I would do. That's my hunch as to what might be causing it. Keep working with your doctor. Um, don't let them point the finger, though. <laughs> uh, you need to ask about prescription meds and what those are doing. And, you know, they're, oftentimes it's been my experience. They'll write you a script real easy and send you on your way without a word of the side effects. As a matter of fact, the last time this happened, the doctor wrote me the script. He goes, here, try this. And I said, what are the side effects? You know what he said to me? I don't know. He said, don't read. He says, don't even start reading about them. How's that's, that? That's for a you? horrible thing for him to say. That was that. That's it, that sounds vi- I, like he violated his uh, his oath uh, to do no harm. Um, I walked out of that. I got to tell you, man, I was dumbfounded when he said that. The, the number one thing, the number one offender when people tell me that they've developed either AFib or some sort of uh, uh, arrhythmia is apnea, snoring. Do you snore? The first thing I would ask you. Do you snore? And if you say, yeah, but it's... No, no. If you're snoring, you could actually be getting enough of an imbalance at night of oxygen to throw cortisol in. And after night, after night, after night of this, everybody who has obstructive sleep apnea develops arrhythmias first. They either get atrial fibrillation, they get PVCs, preventricular contractions, or some undistinguishable flutter that shows or doesn't show up uh, when they go and get uh, a uh, uh, an EKG. So the first thing I'd look at is your sleep, number one. You already said you're not using uppers or downers, but the next thing I would say is caffeine. Number three, do you carry your cell phone in your shirt pocket over your heart? Don't think this is mumbo-jumbo. This is legit science, okay? Having your cell phone over your heart can change the rhythm of your heart. Uh, number four, hormones. When estrogen gets too high or is, is ratio-wise high compared to testosterone levels, you will start to develop uh, heart uh, rhythm issues. Uh, number six, electrolytes, which uh, Jeff Clifton astutely posted, magnesium levels uh, for heart palp. But it's not that simple. If you, it's not just, When we talk about the, the problem I have with the discussion about minerals today is we look at one of them. Oh, you know, magnesium advocacy. People take more magnesium. They may not be low in magnesium. And if you raise magnesium, you may have to raise calcium and you may have to raise potassium. So electrolytes should be looked at like you're looking at an orchestra instead of just one instrument. But that's important as well. Um, and also, Jeff offers that uh, PPIs, like uh, Prilosec and these other ones that are over-the-counter, give him palps. And that's probably because they block nutrients, uh, minerals, and stuff like that. Because we know that people who take these PPIs end up with severe nutrient deficiencies. Uh, right. The other thing I would look at is your blood sugar. Are you starting to develop metabolic disorders? And that's easy. You buy an inexpensive glucometer at Walgreens and test your blood sugar upon waking in the morning before you eat or drink anything. Three days in a row, add them together, divide by three, and that's the average. And that's where your blood sugar is. If it's starting to creep up above 90 
you need to check that and get it in control. Uh, and then the last one is fish oil. Fish oil has been known to cause rhythm issues in the heart. It's been studied. It's, it's talked about in studies, and people have experienced it. So if you're taking uh, fish oil, you may want to uh, consider. But I think your approach is the best. You, the way I've discovered what has been plaguing me in my life the past few years is a complete elimination diet, literally just eating two or three foods a day, uh, two or three foods that I knew were not offenders, and then adding things in, yep. seeing how it feels, pulling them back out. It's a long process. Most people don't want it. Most people just want, I just want to be rid with, you know, I don't want this feeling anymore. They go to their doctor and the doctor capitalizes on, take this pill. You never find out what was really causing the problem. You just yep. mask the symptom. But this yep. is an exciting time for you because you're going to discover a lot about yourself if you do this right. Um, and then, of course, uh, Dave Hartnett says, uh, what's up, Carl and Rob? Thanks for being here, Dave. Uh, love having Thank you. Thank you. Um, the next question comes from Eric Slackton. He says, I got to read this. This is also another long question, so I got to go to the original notes because it gets truncated. I, I want to read the whole question. Eric says, um, with my gym closing, I lost the ability to bike, push, and pull sleds, etc. Worse, I lost my job, so it's not like I have any money to buy one. What kind of cardio can I do besides jog? I'd sprint, but I pulled a hamstring last time doing that, and I'm reluctant to do it again. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I got a lot of thoughts on this, but, but the first is this. Make the distinction between conditioning and cardio. And the distinction is, is, is it's as big as, as working out versus training. Big difference. The fact is, conditioning work is anaerobic. It, you think about it as anabolic cardio or anaerobic cardio. The better you get at it, the better you'll be even at traditional long-distance um, long duration, low intensity stuff. It doesn't go the other way. You take somebody who can jog forever and have them push and pull a sled, forget mm -hmm. it. It's going to be out of breath fast. Fast, right. Right. You go the other way with it, you know, if you're working the sled hard, you'll be able to do any amount of distance that you, you feel like. Um, it's really something to, to make the distinction on. So, um, it's interesting, right, that the reverse is not true. And so why do people waste time on traditional long-duration, low-intensity cardio? And, and let's uh, distinguish something. We already know that high-intensity interval training turns out to be very beneficial for not only uh, metabolic uh, changes uh, and conditioning, but also right. that does translate into uh, long steady state type cardio as well. Yep. Well, well, lifting up a heavy rock and walking with it is basically high intensity interval training because you can't walk for, with it for hours. You can walk for, with it for a short period of time. You got to drop it. Your heart's pounding, your body, and then you recover and you recover and you pick it up and you walk some more. That's the same thing as getting on a, 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 a an elliptical and blasting off for, for 45 seconds and then just coasting for, you know, three minutes. Same thing. You're going to get yeah. the same metabolic benefits. Why not just pick something heavy up and walk with it? Which Patrick Rogers, I got to go back up here. I got to go back up here because I got to give him a shout out. And I don't want him to think that I didn't see this. But Patrick Rogers, you know, he said he loves that. 
weighted cardio, pushing, pulling, and carrying. And he's a big, strong dude. And I'll yep. tell you something else. We were talking about farmer's walks at the beginning of the show, and Rob said to me, how heavy were you at your heaviest? I said, 330 pounds. He goes, yeah, you're built to farmer's walk. You carried 100 pounds around with you everywhere you went. And I was like, I thought the same thing the other day. It's true. Like, why do I like farmer's walks? Why do I love them so much? Yeah, because I was a big fat slob basically doing a farmer's walk every day of my life for about 10 years. So, yeah. Yeah. Loaded carries, uh, before I forget, it, it, the most productive form, I think, of, of anaerobic cardio would be loaded carries. And you can obviously do that a number of ways. You can You can – pick up a rock you can do it with a trap bar you can do it with dumbbells you can do it with kettlebells you can pick your wife up and carry her around yeah you know? she'd like that i bet yeah so you know don't don't discount that it also has the biggest carryover to the weight room and so i would encourage you to mimic whatever you're doing in the weight room with that anaerobic cardio you you do a set that lasts 20 seconds and then you rest two minutes and then hit it again. Carry an object, a heavy object, for 20 seconds. Put it down. Two minutes later, pick it up and do it again. There you're you going to be really yeah, you're going to be really surprised the next time you hit, so, you hit the weight room. So make sure everybody understands Patrick Rogers has a farm. Yeah. So when he says tie an old car, oh, he said a tie an old car tire. I thought it said tie an old car to your weight belt and drag it around the backyard. I was like, yeah, well, Patrick has a farm. That his backyard is pretty big, but yeah. that's good. Tie an old car tire to to your weight belt, put yeah. it on, drag it behind you around the yard. Works better than one may think. And and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Like today, after the show, I'm going to take my sled in my car. I'm going to go to a, a local grammar school parking lot there's nobody there and i'm going to sprint with it you know and like he was talking before about i don't want to sprint anymore because i could tear a hamstring i'm right there with you i tore a hamstring years ago sprinting but understand they're all different kind of sprints right and and sprinting, sprinting with, with a load hand. sprinting with a load yeah. you, you, yeah. you the, when you here's where you te- tear a hamstring sprinting unloaded just just letting your legs go bam but when yep. you're sprinting with the load on it, you're not going to tear a hamstring because your legs aren't going to move as fast as you think they are. <laughs> right. And if, and if you don't have a if you don't have a sled, fine. Sprint up a hill. You, you're you're going to find out what great exercise that is and how difficult it is. Um, and I'm not just talking about sprinting up. I'm talking about walking back down the hill before doing another sprint. It's really something to experience if you've never done it. Well, let me give you let me give you one other easy way to do some really strenuous cardiovascular training that fits into conditioning work in your home. If you live in a two-story home, you have a set of stairs. Go up the stairs and down the stairs and do that at a fairly good click 20 times. You'll yep. be huffing and puffing. Yeah. Go up and yep. come down. Go up and come down. Go up. You do that 20 times, so that's 40 passes. One rep is we up and a, down. We- you know, we have a 20 pound weight vest and I, that's, that's another one of my cardio workouts up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and it's a hell of a workout. You, you know, we, we were joking before about pushing and pulling cars, but you can do that. I know. You know, I mean, it's now don't be, don't be a dimwit. Like <laughs> one of my friends did this and he didn't have anybody in the car. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> he thought, he thought, 
because he was on a flat surface and was way the hell away from this tiny, tiny little, you know, hill that he was safe. Well, if you've ever pushed a car, then you know you're almost always looking at the pavement as you sprint mm-hmm. as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. He he pushed the car to the point where it just got to the edge of that tiny, tiny hill. And he found out later <laughs> how a tiny, tiny hill can get a car going real, real fast. Fortunately, nobody got hurt. Um, but but that's, that's another example of anaerobic cardio. Um, if all you have is weight plates, bring them outside, 25, 35, 45-pound plate, toss them skyward, let right? hit the ground, and, and then walk over and do it again mm-hmm. and again and again. Builds incredible explosive power, yeah. and it. My God, does it take it out of you? Do it on do it, do it on your front lawn, so your front lawn looks like somebody dropped a bomb on it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll look great. Yeah. You have a big, big, giant six by six divot on your front lawn, and your <laughs> wife will lock you out of the house after doing that. I guarantee you. I know that if Elisa's listening to this right now, she's thinking he better not try any of this stuff at our house. Yeah. Good yeah, stuff. Um, the, the other thing that comes to mind uh, is our sledgehammer swings. You know, it's another excellent exercise, even though I, I keep forgetting to, to work them in more. I can tell you that after trying them just once, um, you will not never forget the unique feel. And I think it's because, you know, you've got the act of raising it above and over your head Right, and then slamming it down over and over and over. Did you notice your shoulders felt better afterwards? Yes, exactly. I was just thinking about the movement. I'm thinking about the movement. I'm thinking, wow, I bet that's good for people who have problem shoulders. I, my shoulders were so loose after that. Yeah, it, it felt fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and and, and on, listen, uh, but you can't do that every single day. There are going to be days when you just don't feel up to it. On those days. My advice to you would be this, walk. Don't jog, walk. Now, it might just be me and my flat feet, but jogging is nowadays a very painful exercise for me. Uh, in particular, my shins, right? I get terrible shin splints. Uh, and my lower back, it really feels it. So, listen, walking gives you 90% of the benefits of, of jogging. Some people say even more, with almost zero risk of injury if i had to do it all over again i would have never jogged (laughs) and and you know days like tomorrow i'll probably just go for a walk with my wife and i'll feel great and ready to hit it again right on uh friday or saturday and get yourself a pair of a, a set of b strong bfr bands and put the ones on for your legs and walk with those you walk you walk 30 minutes with bfr bands on and you'll you'll come back to the house feel like you squatted heavy all day. I'm not wow. kidding you. I I I've been walking with them with Elisa. The other night yep. we went for a walk and I didn't walk with them, and I was so fast just walking it because it's like I was unleashed all of a sudden because I didn't have those yeah. damn BFR bands on. And you can win a pair. Go to superhumanradio.net. At the end of this month, we're giving away a four hundred and something dollar set of BFR bands and the app and the whole system. So don't forget to check that out. Yeah, I would have never thought you'd get them around your legs. Good for them. Oh, they have. They have the legs. They have them for the legs and the upper arms. The leg ones are unbelievable. I put those things on and do body yeah. weight squats. My legs 
are in, they're like blown up and painful. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. All wow. right, look, we're going to take one quick commercial break. When we come back, we have the blueprint tip of the day. Stay tuned. Seven thousand four hundred and fifty-one. That's how many people kick the bucket, buy the farm, or cash in their chips every day in the United States. Yep, that means five people are going to meet their maker during this commercial. And no, our commercials are not the cause. Half of those who punch the clock for the final time will do so without life insurance. Call Big Lou at Term Provider before you are number seven four five two. If you're a fifty-year-old male, a tad porky with a touch of diabetes, one million dollars of term life insurance may only cost about two hundred bucks a month. With more verified five-star reviews than any other Lou on the radio, Big Lou has saved thousands of people thousands on their term insurance premiums. Stop procrastinating and call Big Lou today at eight hundred five six zero zero three zero one eight hundred five six zero zero three zero one. Remember, Big Lou's like you; he doesn't want to be number seven thousand four hundred. 52. Call 800-560-0301 or BigLou.com. Crank your muscle gains to new heights by transforming every gram of protein you eat into 3 grams with Masszymes. With 100,000 HUTs of protease per capsule, Masszymes increases your absorption of key amino acids, resulting in stronger, healthier digestion of proteins and certain vitamins that not only multiplies the impact of the protein you eat, but can also repair a damaged intestinal wall. Go to Masszymes slash SHR for 10% off. That's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash SHR. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. Redcon One is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre-workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all Redcon One products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. Are you still on the fence about Body Protection Complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to DrSeeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's 
because it's the truth. My experience with the Be Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me. And now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give Be Strong a try. Go to B-S-T-R-O-N-G.training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Welcome back to the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish, proprietor at CoachRobRegish.com. So much good information there. Don't waste your time. Go there. Literally. Spend an afternoon there, and you'll, you'll have all sorts of great tips on how to be stronger tomorrow. The blueprint tip of the day, Rob, what is it? Tip of the day is some thoughts on the importance of being physically robust. And so let me put a finer point on that. If there's one thing um, I think about COVID-19 that's positive, I would say the whole ordeal has taught people, is teaching people, the importance of being physically robust. And when I use that term, I'm not just talking about, you know, being all jacked up and carrying around a lot of muscle. I mean the whole package, you know, in incredibly strong health in all respects, strong muscles, strong immune system, right, the whole nine yards. Because as far as I can tell, that is literally what may spell the difference between living and dying for people who contract this thing. So let me give you just one example. Uh, a good friend of mine, real good friend, knows a coworker who contracted the virus. Despite not having any other underlying physical conditions, his breathing started to become labored, and he, he was eventually hospitalized. <clears throat> when I inquired as to what the treatment was, I said, hey, what do they do for him, right? His reply was, was as stark as it was bleak. He said, there is none. The best they can do is put you on a respirator to help you breathe and let the thing take its course. A now, ventilator, a ventilator. A ventilator, it's I'm sorry. Different, yeah. So uh, it, it's not going to be like this forever, right? Hopefully they have a vaccine or, or other existing drugs that can save people. Um, and fortunate, fortunately for the man in question, he made a full recovery. But I want you to consider just for a second how that story would, would maybe have otherwise ended if he wasn't physically robust going into this thing. Let's say instead of nothing being wrong with him, he was, I don't know, a smoker or, or had been a smoker years and years ago. But dis despite quitting, he had COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder. And, and for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, COPD has been described to me as uh, it's kind of like when your nose gets stuffed up and you can get only this tiny, tiny amount of air through it, right? You can barely get enough air in and exhaling isn't much easier. And, and that occasionally happens to me if I eat gluten. And it's one of the scariest things 
I think I've ever experienced. I was like, okay, I'm just going to shut my mouth and try to breathe through my nose. And the person that had it told me that's what COPD is like. Think about that. Think, you know, I mean, that's what it's like having COPD. And that's how damaging smoking can be to your lungs, right? We know all that. But now imagine contracting the virus that attacks the lungs, like COVID does, on top of your COPD issue. In those cases where people are actually dying, you know, it's not just old people like everybody originally thought. There's no question that the elderly are more at risk, and advancing age puts you more at risk. But it's come to light that plenty of younger people are dying from this thing, too. In large part, it seems to be, from the stories that I've seen, that's due to not being very physically robust. You know, you're overweight, you're compromised. You have diabetes, you're compromised. You smoke, you're compromised. Every additional medical condition adds to the danger quotient, right? It weakens a link somewhere in your physiology, in your body's defenses. And for some people, that's all the virus needs, that little window to get in and do its damage. And people are starting to realize this now, right? But, but for years, many of them put diet and exercise last on their list of priorities, or they give it lip service. Yeah, I'm going to start a diet. When? Monday. Monday comes, Monday goes. They never start it. Or if they do, they're on it for three days. You know, they all had better things to do, and they couldn't be bothered with this diet and training stuff, right? It's just it's just what young people do. You know, you're vain. You want to have big muscles. You know, why don't you grow up? I, I've heard crap like that, believe it or not, from people that don't know any better. Except now, it's a whole nother ball game. It's called life or death. That's the name of the game we're playing now. Life or death. Let's say you're one of these people that's been overweight for years, maybe even decades. You know, they've said the hell with eating right or exercising. No time for that. You know, now they see what a terrible mistake that was hmm. because, because people are dying. Not, not people are getting fat. People are dying. So now they're scrambling to do something about it, you know, and it's unfortunate, but it wasn't an overnight process, you know, getting to 400 pounds. It's not going to be an overnight process getting down to 200 and a lot of them lack the knowledge, you know. Um, it it takes time to get in physically robust shape. That's time that many of them may not have. In fact, it's the CDC is telling people not to even try. Don't even try to eat healthier. Don't. It's not going to save you. Which is the stupidest thing you tell people. Like you could say to them, "Look, get healthier, eat healthier. It may not save you now, but it may save you." The next time we have a pandemic. <laughs> Jesus. I, and these people are quote unquote authorities, I bet, right? I don't know. Listen, it, it's crazy, you know, when people are getting advice like that. So, so here's what I would tell you I would tell you that what we discuss here 
every week matters. And it matters a hell of a lot. It matters more than what people give it credit for. It's not just an exercise in vanity, like many people think. What you have practiced as a superhuman, what you've heard on this show over the years that it's been on, is paying off handsomely now. It might not make you immune from contracting the virus. That's not what I'm saying. But I will say, for damn sure, it improves your chances of surviving. surviving. Yeah. Right? And I would, I, would, I would even go one better and say dramatically so. So keep listening, keep learning, and keep practicing what we talk about here every week. Because quite frankly, it might be the difference between you living and dying. So we know why it's protective. It's not just being more robust. So I'm going to connect some dots for you. What we learned yesterday from Dr. Uh, um, what was his name? Lasati? Lasanti? Lasanti. I can't, I think it's Lasanti. I'm sorry. Um, who has done all this great research on the effects of, uh, azithromycin and treating this disease, this, this outbreak is that this is a, I've always talked about how it's reverse transcripted virus, right? Well, guess what, guess what cells it uses to become factories to make more viruses. Sin- cell? Senescent cells. Oh. Now, we assume as we get older, there's more of an accumulation of senescent cells, but not the older people in our audience, because guess what? One single resistant training session removed 60% of the senescent cells from muscle tissue. One training session. Isn't that incredible? So those of us who train have already fewer senescent cells, even though I'm 60, I'll be 62. I have a, he even said it. I said, is it plausible to think that because of all the things I've been doing for so long? Oh, yes, he said. Of course, you, you're, 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 your biological age may be in the, like you're 40 or 30. So the accumulation of senescent cells that makes you opportunistically a target to die from this. Think about that. Now, Robert, is I got to uh, one second. Oh, good. Go, go, Rob. I'm sorry. I mean, that's incredibly interesting. So, so the very cells that this thing is, is getting in the door, so to speak with are killed off for lack of a better term by training. Yes. And then also if intermittent fasting kills them off and use, right. using things like rapamycin. And now has he showed azithromycin only attacks and only gets rid of senescent cells. In fact, I'm going to start taking a Z-Pack once a quarter after yesterday's interview. I would, you know, I would love to hear some authority stand up and tell people, listen, at least a few days a week, exercise. Right? I mean, and, and if you do, you will greatly lessen the chances of you contracting the virus. Right. Right. And and so that's something that I told my son and his friend. I said, why are we still training? And I said, the proper amount of training will boost your immune system, right, rather than, than flatten it. And so I didn't have the information yet about nescent cells, but, you know, the, the fact remains, training helps. Absolutely. And, and it can and- help now. It can help now. 
That's the right. real thing. You get into the gym three or four days a week. Now they're closed. And you actually will limit the number of senescent cells in your body, making you less opportunistic for this, this virus to kill. I got I to gotta say something, then I'll come right back to you. This is an amazing phenomenon, and I I appreciate it every time someone says something like this. I've been listening to Superhuman Radio Network for 10 years. D.D. Spears, 15 years. You know, it's really an amazing phenomenon that I have people who have been able to listen to my droning Brooklyn voice in their ears for 10 years or more. It's a wonderful thing. I, I appreciate it so much, Robert. And Robert brings out an amazing point that we have all experienced in this audience. People at my office used to mock me for years about my training and clean diet. You have to learn to enjoy life, they'd say. Now they're all panicking, looking for hand sanitizer and masks. That's (laughs) that's beautiful. I want to use, Robert, I want to use that somewhere uh, about the Superhuman Radio Show. I'm going to use that with your permission, so please. And I'll quote you. It'll be you on the quote. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Not only is it true, but it's, it's funny and sad at the same time. You know, it's, you know, and, and with respect to people that have been listening for all the years that, that you've been on, it's not just your voice that they love. <laughs> it's the quality of information because you, you will literally learn something new every single show or certainly every week, depending upon how frequently that you can listen. And again, this is not about being vain it's not about being a meathead. It's not about thinking you're better than anybody else. This now is life and death. And we have powerful evidence that what we do, the lifestyle that we live, could very well save your life and save the lives of other people's. So I hope I hope you're getting new listeners too, Carl in addition to people who, who have been listening. Oh, we are. Quite frankly, I was going to mention this today, but, but um, so once you your website gets to the 100,000 ranking on Alexa, you are in the 1% of top websites globally. Wow. Yesterday we were 111,000. So I predict that by uh, the end of this quarter, January, March, the end of this quarter, we will break that 100,000 uh, score threshold and be in the 1% range of <laughs> the top great. global websites in the world. That's fantastic, man. And I don't yeah. even pay attention to it. I just show up for work and do my work, and these numbers <laughs> change, and they change. And we looked at it yeah. yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, this is a landmark. This is a, this is a historic moment for the show. We've never been down in the 100,000s. Now we're at 111,000. Wow. Congratulations, man. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to everybody who showed up today for the live show and participated. Uh, I love having the viewer participation. And don't forget, you can listen live if you can't sit down and watch the show live. Superhuman Radio Network uh, website, superhumanradio.net, now has a listen live button that you can use from your iPhone, Android, or your computer. If you go to the website from your computer, it's in the top right-hand side. It says Listen Live. If you're on a smartphone, you've got to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, past the, uh, uh, the shows, past the blogs, and then you'll see it, and you can click it. And so you can listen wherever you go now. Cool. And, uh, yeah, and in and, and about two weeks, we'll be on Alexa. 
So you'll be able oh, to walk into the house and go, Alexa, play Supian Radio podcast, and the latest show will start playing for you. <laughs> wow, talk about easy, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like Pitbull. I'm going to be worldwide. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Great work. Great show, Coach. Thanks a lot for always doing the heavy lifting for us. Go to CoachRobRegish.com. Show Rob some love. Sign up for the Blueprint Bulletin. Give it a try. And if you're not satisfied, cancel. And yep. if you cancel, then he knows he needs to do something different, and he'll get in touch with you and ask you what you want. In yes. fact, maybe we should start telling people now. Email me at onair at superhumanradio.net and tell me what you'd like to learn about in the Blueprint Bulletin. How about that one? Good. How about that great one? idea. All right. Look, we'll see everybody tomorrow. We have a great show tomorrow. I think tomorrow we're doing a show about um, how to reverse the fibrotic uh, optic nerve, which is becoming a problem wow. uh, in, in our population right now. And uh, there, I think that we're doing that one tomorrow. Or, or we're doing the one about, oh, no, we're doing purified fish oil and, and heart function. I think that's the one tomorrow. Well, whatever it is, it's a great show. You can thank Elisa Profumo for taking the show back out of the gutter and booking all these great appointments with great real, real scientists again. So there you go. I'll be listening. All right. See you, everybody, tomorrow. Thank you for watching and listening today. Share the show. Please share the show. Please share the show. We'll see you tomorrow.